podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. And it is time for another Wednesday live show right here on ColorCast. Folks, before you know it, Game Week is going to be here. We are getting one of our staple shows in. We have Big Big 12 overs and unders on this podcast. We're going to get Hot Takes Live Volume 3. Also, if we have time, we're going to talk about Mr. R.J. R.J. Jones joining Coach Tang and the basketball staff, joining Day-Day Ames um, as a four-star in that backcourt. So it's another big-time pickup. First time we've had two top 80 recruits in the same recruiting class since Mr. Michael Beasley and Bill Henry Walker. So that's the big news. We're going to get some get everyone up on stage as I'm getting everyone up on stage. You guys know them. You guys love them. They've been the sponsor all week for this week of Blitz Month. It is Manhattan Brewing Company. Folks, I was so lucky to get to record an episode right there in their tap room, uh, talk to their owners, talk to their brewers, had a blast. I can't recommend them enough. Over 15 beers on tap, awesome atmosphere. It is the spot to be if you're coming through Manhattan. Just stop right there on points. Get yourself a couple pints, grab a couple four-packs, then head down to the football stadium, to the basketball stadium, head on home, do whatever you need to do, uh, because they're my boys, and they sponsored this week of Blitz Month. They will be with us, I'm sure, multiple times uh, throughout the year as well. Also got some fun news dropping on Monday show for who will be sponsoring next week of Blitz Month and quite a few weeks after that. So that's something to look forward to. That's something to look forward to on Monday. You know, just a little, just a little taste, just a little preview, something to keep your eyes on, on Twitter, on the show on Monday, which I think... Fingers crossed is going to be a big guest. It's not going to be the one we've all been waiting for, but it will be a big guest. So that's enough of that. Remember, check out Manhattan Brewing Company right there on Points Avenue. Next time you're in Manhattan, tell them Scott Wildcat sent you. And again, remember, remember, follow them on social media. They got some fun events going on in August and September. Okay, the kickoff question, the opener. Tonight is 
in honor of Manhattan Brewing Company, what is the ultimate tailgate beverage? I'm not even kidding. This isn't even part of the this isn't part of the ad. I legitimately think their 785 lager might be like my new go-to tailgate beer. It is crisp, it is delicious, and I could pound those babies all day long waiting for a football game to start. We're going to start with the Kamish tonight. Kamish, what is the ultimate tailgate beverage? And then also, uh, will there be a Cocaine Cats after party tonight for those listening live? Yeah, I think there's going to be a Cocaine Cats after party. Uh, the CEO of ColorCast shot me a text message earlier to, or, uh, earlier yesterday apologizing for the lost audio. So I think just based on the customer service alone, I'm, I'm going to go with ColorCast and, and get that get that going later. But um tailgate beverage of choice i mean i'm drinking one right now you know it you love it the mountains are always blue with coors light love me a coors light i i drank i think over 200 ounces of coors lights uh before during and after that k-state sanford game this past year that is a good choice we're going to my guy steve z long time no see steve z uh Last time I tailgated with you, it's been a long time, but you you brought wine to the tailgate. Are you is that the ultimate tailgate beverage? It is for me at least, but uh, I would not. If you're asking objectively, the ultimate tailgate, like for everybody, probably not. But hey, I will bring bottles. It's of just wine for you. This around. is your own personal. My own personal, yeah, for sure. And it'll be red wine, even if it's 100 degrees out. Uh, but I could probably go for rosé every once in a while. But in general, it'll be red wine. I love it. Let's go to Colorado Cole. Colorado Cole, what's your ultimate tailgate beverage? Uh, yeah, so might be a little asterisk on this one, but I'm going to start with a Bloody Mary. I'm going to drink maybe half of it, and then I'm just going to hammer down bush lights the rest of the day till I can't see. All right, all right. There you go. I I can't stand Bloody Marys. Not a tomato juice guy, but hey, it's not my ultimate tailgate. It's yours. All right, let's go to CJ Kirsch, the QB guru. CJ, Chris, my guy, what's your ultimate tailgate beverage? I think I'm going to break mine up into, depending on the time of day the game is, for 11 o'clock kickoffs, um, mimosas or screwdrivers. Those are always fun for with breakfast food. And then afternoon to evening games, you got to go with just beer or seltzers. Um, love the bush light, but I also uh, like to get down ripping shots before kickoff, like right before you go into the game. So that's kind of how I stagger it up. Chris likes to party. Let's go to Baller Status Cat. Baller Status Cat, what's the ultimate tailgate beverage? Oh, I go with a variety of IPAs, seltzers, um, Diet Coke, and Captain Morgan. I'm pretty easy. I'll do whatever there is. I love it. I, I'll tell you this. You need to check out uh, the Condor the next time you're in Manhattan, the double IPA at Manhattan Brewing Company, brewed in honor of offensive line coach Connor Riley. Let's go to the good chef next. The good chef, what is your ultimate tailgate beverage? Man, if I'm – I mean, I'm not going hard like some of these guys are doing, but, I mean, if I have to drink a beer, I'm going to go nasty natty, baby. Give me some of that natty light. Um, I'll drink some nasty natty and then I'll just go with water. I like to be sober for the games. There you go. Rodeo cat live from the rodeo. What's your go-to tailgate beverage? 
Um, probably water. I remember consuming a lot of water during the Nevada game this last year. If I'm feeling like treating myself, maybe a Coca-Cola. There you go. There you go, Rodeo Cat. Let's go to Special K 2011. Uh, I'm a big IPA guy, so I like to pound IPAs, but then we'll also do uh, Jello shots. I do enjoy good Jello shots. Yeah, you know what? I'm glad you enjoy Jello shots. I want nothing to do with those. Let's go to Cali Mike. Cali Mike, uh, your 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 uh, watch parties start pretty early in the morning. What's your uh, go to beverage uh, for those watch parties or for tailgates? Yeah, um, I usually have a coffee paired with a beer, generally a sour beer. Um, if I'm at a game. At a tailgate, I'll usually bring a 750 mil bottle of sour beer and nurse that the entire tailgate, and that's my choice. There you go, and we'll go to Coley Dub. Coley Dub, playing through the pain. If you don't want to talk because you're sick, that's fine. Say hi to the folks. You can hop off your choice. But what's your go-to tailgate drink? No, I appreciate it. I just apologize if I sound all sniffly and whatnot. Um, during morning games, I like to kick it off with some uh, Sailor Jerry's and Diet Coke. Um, probably now, ever since I'm doing the slow carb thing, I've been crushing some Bud Light next. Uh, but typically Miller Lights. I'll crush a shitload of Miller Lights. They're fantastic. Dude, if you're doing low carb, get a bunch of vodka and, you know, whatever, you know, grocery brand uh, you know, carbonated fruit water, and that's what you need to be doing. That that is way better than Bud Light next. But hey, that that's that's just my. I'm just throwing that out there. But let's move on because this is some massive news. R.J. Jones is a wildcat. We're gonna run the gambit. We're gonna talk to everyone. Just get your reactions. Again, this is a massive get. Two top eighty players. Uh, something that hasn't been done since Michael Beasley, since Bill Walker. Again, we've had a handful of, you know, double four stars. I mean, hell, even, you know, uh, what, just a few years ago, we had like four top 150 guys, but they're all between 100 and 150. Um, so this is big. This is unprecedented. This is reason for celebration. Let's start off with Baller Status Cat. Baller Status Cat, how pumped are you to have two guys in the backcourt coming in Day Day and RJ, are they going to take the Big 12 by storm next year? They look like some dogs to me, man. I like what I'm seeing out of Coach Tang in the recruiting. If he can coach and he can run great practices, I feel like I really do feel like the sky's the limit because if he keeps bringing in dudes like this and he really can get it done in practice and in games, it's going to be it's going to be something nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Let's go to the commish. Commish, when that dropped again, if if you uh, pay attention to KSO, if you pay attention to hints dropped on Twitter, we 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 uh, kind of figured this one was on the way happening. But walk me through the emotions. What are your thoughts? Can he get another top 100 guy? Uh, you know, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get too greedy. You're telling me two top 80 guys in the first true recruiting class. I'm taking it to the bank. I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of hoping that those cat signals were for both him and Keontae, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm sure. Hopefully, we'll we'll find out if Keontae makes his decision here in the next couple of weeks. I wouldn't hold my breath on that one. But RJ, uh, he's yeah. a dude. Yeah, RJ is a dude. I mean, what's not to like about him? He's a massive pickup. It's nice to see Yurik Malagi coming through with his Texas connections that he has. 
Uh, I think this 2023 class is it's already top 10 nationally. Who's to say that that probably won't hold, but uh, it's a great start nonetheless. And you love to, to be able to build momentum off of that. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked. I don't really have much else to say, but I think uh, RJ Jones and, um, you know, it's just a great addition to an already great 2023 class. Yes. Yeah, so let's go to Steve Z next. Steve, what were your thoughts when that came through? What are you thinking about the high school recruiting chops? Again, I think uh, at least speaking for me, I was a little discouraged early on, like those first like month under the Tang era. But from that moment on, he has exceeded my expectations, quote unquote, elevating this roster. What are your thoughts on RJ? Uh, Stoked for RJ. I would love to do like a Kamal Stokes and Barry Brown thing with uh, him and Day Day, Um, have them stay as long as possible and like cutting their chops together. Um, I don't really have much to comment on RJ. It just made me long for uh, getting greedy, like you were saying. I would love to have a center that's in, like, the top 100. That would be incredible. I finally have a good center at K-State for the first time and since Bruce got here, maybe. Yeah, uh, on that Cam and Barry thing, again, uh, I, this is the fun thing about these two guys. Um, Cam, I mean, Barry was a top 150 guy. Cam was not. Uh, even when you look at some of these, you know, two guys in the top 100, two guys in the top 120, it's usually been a big guy and a guard. We haven't seen a combo like this. And again, uh, they, they have lofty expectations if you want to match Cam and Barry, but they have an even higher recruiting pedigree. So I would love it if we kind of saw Cam and Barry 2.0. Let's go to Colorado Cole next. Colorado Cole, another dude, another guy, uh, Again, just your expectations. I didn't think we were going to get to have fun with another top 80 prospect like this so quickly after day-to-day. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely uh, on the path of showing that it wasn't just a fluke. Um, and what I liked about this one, correct me if I'm wrong, but RJ committed while he was on his visit. Correct. So, okay, and, and I like that. I think that just shows our um, – coaches not not only ability just to get guys on campus but to be closers once they're here on campus and really get them to commit to the program and and fall in love with what we got going on here so I think you know just kind of gives another stamp to show uh tangible results from the beginning of the Tang era yeah they really do great on these visits and uh, you know, if, if you're getting a decision on campus, that's really saying a lot. Again, they're not perfect. They're not batting a thousand like they were early on, but they're doing a great job on these visits. Let's go to Chris next. Chris, two of these guys in the top 80. Um, is this kind of like the benchmark? Are you going to expect, you know, two guys in the top 80, two guys in the top 100 every year during the Tang era? You know, I, I don't know for sure, uh, because a couple of weeks ago when you asked after uh, we landed Day Day, uh, you gave the over-under on how many more four-stars we'd get. I said under. Uh, I thought we may get one more, and we already got that within a few weeks. And so um, I would imagine would probably land um, like one at least one probably per class from here on out, um, probably something similar to Baylor. Now, I'd they don't follow Baylor recruiting all that closely, but I'm sure they always had a few studs uh, in each and every class. But uh, vibes are good right now in terms of recruiting in the basketball team. Yes, I'm right there with you. Chef, again, they couldn't go two for two after originally thinking we might. Um, 
again, I, it's sounding like Keontae is going to get away from us. It's not done until he decides, but we're not worrying about that because we got Day-Day and RJ, RJ both coming in. Again, they're complementary pieces. Both of them are able to uh, get buckets, but, you know, uh, Day-Day, kind of more of a slasher, kind of get to the rim. RJ has that Rodney Magruder-like stroke. Um, I think they're going to complement each other. What are your thoughts getting both those guys in this very first full class? Well, in typical Scott Wildcat fashion, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say all of that because RJ, a sniper from three, he's got a little bit of a mid-range game. He looks longer than 6'3", which, I mean, I'm happy for. He looks going to little... help out on defense. Oh, for sure. And he looks a little he looks a little thick, too. He's a thick boy. He gets up by the rim. He finishes. Both hands strong. Day-Day left-handed. They're going to complement each other. And Day-Day likes to be off the ball, too. So we might be looking at another point guard in this class. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe in the transfer. but somebody Maybe that's that where Cam Carter is going to work out. Maybe that's where Cam Carter works out of. I mean, it is the, the ceiling is the roof. The sky is the limit. The stars are shining. Cats basketball is looking strong. And... To, and Steve Z brought up a big guy maybe coming in. Um, I, I kind of think Tang's going to get away from the traditional center. I think we're going to play a, not necessarily small ball, but I think we're going to be very versatile, um, long athletes, not necessarily true centers. And and if, if he goes the opposite way, like Steve Z says, I'll be happy with that too. I love it. Let's go to Rodeo Cat next. Rodeo Cat, another big pickup for Jerome Tang in the high school ranks. Walk me through your emotions when you saw that commitment come through. I think it was last uh, Sunday at uh, 5 p.m. Oh, yes, yes. I'm quite excited. I, I, my emotions overtook me. I actually prepared a, a poem for the Bone Cats here. Uh, for, sorry, the Bone Heads. Hey, poem. you can call them the Bone Cats. You, you can call us whatever you want. Let's hear the poem. All right. So, Day Day dishes to RJ, who shoots the tray. We're not getting Keontae, but Tang is elevate. Is trying to elevate and successfully done so. It didn't end well. Hey, no, I I like I like the poem. I like the poem. Let's go to uh, Special K, uh, 2011. I mean, I'm just I'm excited to have a reason to be excited about K State basketball again. Uh, I'm a notorious BW hater. I was ready to see him go. And like I'm just, I'm just bricked up about it, you know. I think that we're gonna have a really good team, and I really do think there's a potential to uh, get some championships under this roster. Maybe not this season, but in a couple years. And uh, I do think that we get a third top 100 guy in this class. I'm calling it now. That would be massive if it's a top 100 guy. I, I would take just like a 150 guy. We grab another top 100 man. Whew. Folks, I'm I'm going to be miserable on Twitter. I'm going to be all up in some people's grills on Twitter if we grab another top 100 guy. Let's go to Callie Mike. Callie Mike, you've you've been slow and steady wins the race, and here we are. We got two top 80 guys. Walk me through those emotions when it became official on Sunday. Yeah, um, obviously, super excited about it. Um, I. But yeah, like, as you mentioned, I was like, this is kind of what I was expecting to a degree. I mean, obviously, I can't say that I was thinking, um, you know, we we're gonna get these top 50 guys right away like that. But, um, you know, 
again, just not super surprised, but like very, very excited for the future. And I just think um, Tang's got it rolling and uh, we're, we're going to be good. So look out for us. I love it. We got a live show debut. Elvis or Ema Elvis, I believe a Topeka cat. Ema Elvis, welcome to the pod. Um, walk me through your emotions. RJ is a cat, two top 80s. And if you want to give me a top tailgate beverage as well, let's hear that. All right. I'll start with that. Um, I am drinking a Sam Adams summer ale, it's citrus sweet ale. And when it's 90-plus out there, like it will be probably the first couple of games, home games, uh, I like a line and Kugel Summer Shandy or something light like that. But uh, then as the season gets cooler, my beer goes darker. And I'll, I'll get way down to the buffalo sweat uh, and porters and things like that during the winter. So that keeps me warm. Day-Day um, and RJ are I think going to be quite a pair. Uh, and, and this Tang coaching staff is tr- just tremendous. It's going to be fun basketball. Uh, but to have the number one player from Illinois, the number one player from Texas by many accounts, on on the same uh, 23 squad, uh, that's going to be something. And at 6'3", they have RJ listed at 175. I'm with uh, whoever said before that he looks thicker. Um, he looks a lot thicker than 175 at 6'3", and he's probably taller than 6'3". And I bet he'll play taller than 6'3". So I think he's going to be a lot more versatile uh, by far than what Nigel was, uh, just a pure shooter. But he's that and a lot more, and I think he will play some serious D, and, and Nigel could not. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I, I think, uh, and I think it was Steve Z who said, "Hey, maybe Cam Stokes, Barry Brown." I'm thinking. I I, I said it earlier. I'm I'm maybe gonna put him into that Rodney Magruder role. I think he's a little shorter than Rodney, but I think he has that shot, and he's gonna be able to d up. And again, Rodney was a thick boy as well. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Who is ready for some overs and unders? Let's get to it again. This was one of the most fun podcasts we had last year on the live show. You can give me any reasonings you want. You can just give me over and under. You can just flip a coin for all I care. I don't I don't really care your guys' reasoning. I just want to hear all the overs and unders. All right. The first one we got up here tonight, and this is as of 4.10 on the Barstool Sportsbook app. TCU hanging seven, seven, over and under. We're going to start with baller status cat. First year coach, or at least at TCU, are they going to have over or under seven in year one under the Sunny Dykes era? Man, I don't know shit about any of this i'm just here so i don't get fined (laughs) all right there we go baller status is here just so he will not get fined let's go back down to ema elvis ema elvis over under seven wins for tcu this year they are going under uh new coach won't make that much of a difference i don't i don't see them uh having eight wins in in Big 12 play. No way. 
I'm right there with you, and they're kind of having a little bit of a quarterback controversy as well with Chandler Morris uh, taking the first snaps in their 7-on-7 practice today, even though they have Max Duggan back. Let's go to Nate State. Nate State, uh, over under seven wins for TCU this year. Hammer the under. I just I don't see it out of them. All right, let's go up to the commish. Commish, Bob Trollsby. All right, so I would also like to point out that when we did these predictions last year, I got eight out of ten right for, for the season. Whew. Hope everyone so, has their pencils out. We got a sharp. Good. Feeling pretty good about it. I'm taking the under. I've never believed in Sonny Dykes as a head coach, and he was awful as a Power 5 head coach last time he was. And, I, you know, again, to bring up the quarterback side of it, I just don't believe in Max Duggan. I don't think he really brings that much to the table, and he is in the middle of the quarterback controversy. So when you got two quarterbacks – you have zero quarterbacks. Hey, there you go. Let's go next to Callie Mike. Callie Mike, where are you laying these this bet? Uh, most definitely saying the under just because, you know, they've got TCU with the same number as K-State and not, you know, not to um, give away too much here in the future of this prediction, but there's no way that TCU is running in the same crowd as K-State. Let's go to Steve. Steve, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the under just because of uh, the quarterback situation. Yeah, not a great situation. Let's go to Colorado Cole, who definitely actually can make this bet because uh, bureaucracy and the lottery being butthurt. Kansas is dragging their feet, but he's in Colorado. So, Cole, what, what, uh, you know, you have millions of dollars. What are you placing on this one over under? Uh, man, if I had millions of dollars, I don't think I would actually throw money on this one. Um, but if I have to go over under, I'm definitely going under. And I, as well, am not a believer in Sonny Dykes. And I feel like a lot of TCU fans are feeling the same way. I tell you what, things are going to get interesting for him if he goes into his old home at SMU and they lose. That's going to get interesting for him quick. Let's go to the good chef, Andre Napier. Chef, over under seven wins for TCU. I've got to go under. Um, it's going to get dicey for them. They've got an opening, uh, they open conference with a bye, and they go straight nine games straight. That's rough. They have five games at home. But they end the season with two road games versus Texas and Baylor. Then Iowa State, who might be desperate to get a bowl game. It's going to get rough for them. They might even lose out of conference to SMU because they seem to do that every year. Um, So, yeah, nine straight games in the Big 12, tough to go through. So I'm going to go under for sure. There we go. We'll go Rodeo Cat and then Special K. All right, I'm going under because, um, as everyone's mentioned, two quarterbacks, but they're also losing Zach Evans, former five-star running back. He went to the SEC. Uh, he He's a talented guy, and they're, they're losing the star of that offense. And Max Duggan has maxed out his, his potential. All right, and we'll finish this one up with Special K 2011. Are you going to be the only person to go over? Are we going to have the college game day lock of the century where everyone goes against them, which surely means they're going to win eight games? Oh, I'm definitely pounding the under on this one. Uh, I have TCU missing a bowl game at four wins the whole season. So 
Yeah, pound the under. Woo, four wins. Wow. Okay. Well, I love it. The next one is Texas. Eight and a half. Is Texas back at eight and a half? Baller status, cat. I'm going to come to you. If you want to chime in, you can. Otherwise, just enjoy the ride. Man, I'm just here so I don't get fined. There we go. All right, let's go to Colorado Cole first on this one. What do you got, Texas, over under eight and a half wins? I am not a believer in Texas. I'm going under. Um, I think they got too many underclassmen, so I'm not a believer in them. All right, there we go. Let's go to Special K 2011. I'm not touching this line just because Texas does have the potential with their talent, but uh, I'm going to lean towards the under at a 7-5 and five season for the Longhorns. There we go. Let's go to Nate State. Uh, I'm also not touching this line. I wouldn't put any real money on it, uh, but give me the under, but I think I might take a push at 8. So it's 8.5. So, uh, yeah, I, give, me, give me the oh, under 8.5. I think I'm thinking eight is okay. a good number for them. Yep, perfect. All right. Um, let's go next to Bob Trollsby, also in Colorado. I agree with people saying eight. I think it could also be seven um, because UTSA could potentially sneak up on them. They're they're still a pretty good team, I think. So I'm hammering the under. I love that. And shout out to our Roadrunner friends who still listen to this show. A big meep, meep from uh, here in Shawnee, Kansas, down to San Antonio. The good chef, Andre Napier, what do you got for me? Sorry, Charlie. Um, Yeah, I'm going under. They've got losses on the schedule to Bama. They've got a loss to Oklahoma. They've got a loss to us on the road. It's it's going to be difficult, but I'm looking at eight wins. But it could get it could get sneaky at seven for them too. All right, let's go to Cali Mike. Cali Mike, are you? I I, I think I know this one, so I, I'm going to ask anyways. <laughs> it's an under for me. You know it. All right, Steve. Steve, what do you got? Uh, going through the losses like Chef was, uh, don't forget that to play at KU this year, which is uh, kind of their Achilles heel. So that's four losses right there, I'd say. Not to mention, uh, or at least Chef didn't mention UTSA as well for a loss because shout out Dave. Yes, shout out to Dave. You're the man. Let's go to Rodeo Cat and we'll end this one, Texas, with Ema Elvis. Rodeo Cat. I'm super tempted to take the over just because nobody else has done it. But I don't think the offensive line is ready yet. They mentioned the youth, so I'm taking the under at eight. All right, Ema Elvis, are you going to be the one who says over eight and a half for Texas? I am not. Oh, no. no. This is a clean sweep. (laughs) Texas is not back. I see seven for them. All right, there we go. All right, the next one up is Texas Tech over under Five and a half. All right, so this is an interesting one because the Texas Tech fans are starting to feel themselves. You know, they're they're running this NIL game. There's a lot of energy down in the desert. Do they go over under five and a half? We're going to start with Steve on this one. Dude, I'm so sorry. My This color cast thing keeps asking me if I'm enjoying it or not, and then every time it pauses right when he asked me to come up, I apologize. No, you're good, um, man. It's asking me right now, Jesus Christ. Um, 
Texas Tech, uh, just because I've said under on the other ones, let's go over. Let's say they beat one of the first two that we were talking about. There we go. Let's go Rodeo Cat this time. Rodeo Cat, over under five and a half. Um, one of my bosses is a Texas Tech alum. And, again, Tyler Shuck. I think I think it's Tyler, but Shuck is going to have a little resurgence. Definitely going to have six there more with. Ooh, okay. All right. Uh, we'll go Ema Elvis. All right, we're split so far on each side, over, under, five and a half. What do you got for the Texas Tech Red Raiders? I got to go under. All right, hey, that, that's where my heart is as well. Because here's the thing, Texas Tech, it might be shuck, but they haven't announced it. And I think they have like three dudes that are capable, but it's going to be all over the place. So uh, we, we got uh, under. I'm marking Ema Elvis down for under five and a half. Let's go to Nate State next. Over, under, five and a half for Texas Tech. Give me, give me over, and then um, I want to see them be competitive in a bowl game. Ooh, all right. Are, are you feeling uh, the former Texas high school coach then? I think the big thing is just that my favorite boss ever is a Texas Tech alum, and I want him to be happy. Hey, there you go. All right, we'll go Special K next. Special K. So I actually have them finishing dead last in the league this year at 3-9. and nine. So I am – absolutely pounding the under for texas tech there we go colorado cole this is this one's been a little spicy we've had action on both sides where is colorado cole landing i'm going over on this one um just do the fact that i think the middle of the big 12 could get a little wild this year all right uh baller status cat is here just so he won't get fined we don't need to hear him say that again let's go to the commish I'm going to go barely over at six and six. I think I heard enough from gambling gauchos when we went live last weekend and he joined cocaine Willie to convince me that them bringing in Zach Kitley and bringing back the air raid is going to be all they need to get over. And considering they were over last year and I think the line was like four and a half for them. I think, I think it'll be enough to get them over the hump at like six and six. So there we go. Good chef, chef Andre Napier. Yeah, I gotta go under, but slightly under. I'm going. I got them at five. There's no way they beat NC State and Houston in the non-con. They they might pull three straight at towards the end of their season with Iowa State, um, Kansas, and I think they'll get West Virginia on the road. But uh, they're starting conference zero and three. Then they'll get their bye. So there's I don't see a way that they could really sneak past six or five or six. So I gotta go under. They do have a very tough start to the season. Uh, we'll go with Callie Mike, final call for Texas Tech, five and a half. Uh, I'm actually going to say over. And, you know, I don't have um, a really good in-depth look at their team or the schedule like Trollsby and uh, the chef have. This is all my gut. But I just feel like um, they're going to surprise some folks. And I'm, I'm saying six and six, though. All right, let's go next to West Virginia over under five and a half for West Virginia. Let's start with Nate State again. Five and a half? Five and a half. Give me, uh, give me the over. I think that um, I, I've seen a lot of West, uh, West Virginia fans talking a Ooh, lot. Of I lied. It's six. I don't know if that's going to change it. Sorry, it's six. I'm a liar. It's I'm a dirty, even. rotten, louder liar. It is six even for West Virginia. Oh, I'm I hate so that. sorry. Oh. I hate it too. I hate that. 
I'm sorry. It's six. Ooh, six. I think I think they get six. I, I don't know that they get more than six, but I think that they uh, they brought in a big transfer quarterback. But I don't know that they have everything else you need to get much more than six. All right. Well, I'm going to just for my records, I'm going to put you as a push. But you're the only one who gets to push. Uh, anyone else who tries to push, you get uh, you get banned. Uh, let's go to Chris back up here again. Sorry, it's a packed house. I'm I'm having to get creative with how I uh, you know I've you know baller status as the co-caster. I've you on the hot seat for an hour, so got to get creative when it's a full house. I didn't mean I, I was not forgetting you. I promise. So what do you have over oh, okay. under for West Virginia six? Oh, sorry about that. I didn't know if I was glitching. No, on my you're fi- you are you are fine. You are fine. I'm just being obnoxious. <laughs> Oh, no, you're good. Um, West Virginia, uh, six, you said, right? Yep. Over. Okay, uh, yeah, hammer the under. Uh, I see them getting four wins, and they got a brutal schedule. So, yeah, hammer the under. They get four wins this year. They they do, going to Virginia Tech and to Pitt. Granted, that Pittsburgh game is going to feel like a neutral site. Let's go to Colorado Cole. Colorado Cole over under six for the Mountaineers. Uh, going under. Uh, their non-con is pretty tough, so I think they got at least two losses there. Yeah, it is brutal. Special K. All right, so I actually have them winning week one against Pitt. Woo, eat shit Pitt. Yeah, and then they're going to turn around and lose to Kansas. So, Oh, oh, oh no. Yeah, I am, uh, I'm pounding the under on them as well. I think they go four and eight. There you go. All right. Let's flip over to Bob Trollsby, the commish. I don't have them going four and eight and losing to Kansas. I have them going like three and nine and, and winning maybe one of the two against Pitt and Virginia Tech. But I don't see a whole lot of other wins on this schedule. Like, I don't know that they're better than Tech. I don't know that they're better than TCU or Iowa State. I have them hammered at the under at three and nine. There you go. I actually have them uh, firing Neil Brown after they lose to K-State. So I, I, I'm in a similar boat as you. Let's go to the good chef. Chef, that's the closest Big 12 institution currently to you. What do you think West Virginia is going to do this year? Yeah, it's going to get scary for them. I mean, out of conference, everybody brought it up. That those are rivals, but I don't think they'll have enough, especially on defense and the JT Daniel experiment might be crashing by the time we get to Big 12. Well, they'll start Big 12 play early. I think they'll get that done versus Kansas. Um, they'll beat Townsend. Um, they'll beat Tech. And it's going to get spooky because they're going to need Iowa, they're going to need to beat Iowa State. If they don't beat Iowa State, they're going to end the season on four straight losses. So I'm I'm going under, but I think it's going to be around a four and eight season, maybe three if they don't beat Iowa State. All right, let's go to Cali Mike. Cali Mike, what do you got for me? Uh, I'm going to say under, and um, yeah, I don't have a whole lot to add to that other than, you know, obviously K-State, we, we have to keep an eye on them just for a potential trap game. I think you've gone under on everyone. I think also Ema Elvis has gone under on everyone, I believe, so I far. I over on Tech. Oh, that's my fault. That's my fault. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm the worst. Ema Elvis, I think, is under, under on everyone. everyone too, I think. 
Well, let's go to Elvis. Let's go to the king. The king. Over-under uh, over under for West Virginia. We're going under. I don't think they'll they'll be humbled early. Um, and then they'll have a tough time. Four and eight is the best they've got. All right. Are you going to go on a limb and predict the Jayhawks to beat them like Special K did? I will. Whoa. All right. Well, I have a feeling this is going to be the second straight year we have a lot of overs for KU. <laughs> Uh, but we're we're getting there. They're coming up. Let's go to Rodeo Cat next. Rodeo Cat, what do you got for the Mountain Mama Mountaineers? Oh, Virginia Tech on the road is a scary, scary thing. I'm rolling with Bobby T, three and nine. Um, Townsend was one of the wins. TCU probably, and then one of the Kansas schools. I'm not going to say which one. Oh Jesus Christ, Rodeo! I'm I'm going to move on to Steve before I kick you off the show. Steve, I was going to try to go over just because we've done so many unders in total here, but I'm looking at that schedule and there's just no way. I would definitely predict them losing to KU if it was in Lawrence, uh, but it is in West Virginia looks like, but man, that's, that schedule's not conducive to uh, getting six wins. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. All right, you know what? I'm just going to skip Baylor. We'll come back to Baylor. Since they got mentioned a couple times, I, let's go to KU. KU, two and a half. Uh, I I was very vocal in having KU over one and a half last year, and that cashed. Uh, I, am, I am on the record saying I think KU gets three this year. I don't think they get more than three. I think they're right at three, but it's two and a half. So I have the over there. Let's go. Let's just start with Chris. Chris, wh- what do you got with KU over under two and a half? Oh, under. Um, I I think they win two games. I think they they beat uh, Tennessee Tech their first game, and then they beat Duke. Um, I see them losing all their Big Twelve games this year. Um, or if they lose to Duke, they'll pick up one cheap big 12 game against either west virginia tech or tcu but two two games all right baller status is this the one that you want to make an opinion known under fuck ku there we go i i knew you would i knew you'd put one out there for this one all right let's go to the commish i'm gonna go i'm right with you scott i'm gonna go over but right at three all right, Steve. Steve, I, I again, you, you said you'd pick KU if it was in Lawrence, but it's not. Are they going to either sweep their non-con or pull off a Big 12 win? Where where, where do you have the Hawks? Uh, so here's the thing. <clears throat> I moved here a year ago. They've won a national championship uh, since I moved here. So I'm obviously here is Lawrence, for KU. by the way. You live in Lawrence. I do live in Lawrence. <clears throat> so here's the thing. Look at their schedule. They get uh, Tennessee Tech. And then they have Duke here, which is the coin flip. Let's just say they win. Then Iowa State. So all of a sudden they are three and two to start the season and then lose every other game. That would be amazing because they get their hopes up like so high. Like, man, three and two looks so good. And they just lose like so many fucking games. Uh, that would be not only what I hope, but what I think is going to happen. There you go. Let's go to Colorado Cold next. Colorado Cold. What do you have, our friends in Lawrence, the KU Jayhawks, over under two and a half? Yeah, I think they're going to lose that Duke game, which is going to doom them at going under. If they lose that Duke game, uh, people can rip up their uh, over tickets, I think. So 
If that happens, I agree that would doom them. Let's go to Special K. I think, based on all the context clues, you have them going over. Yeah, I think I'm going to be the highest on KU. Uh, I actually have them in the Sunflower Showdown trying to get bull. Chill, chill. I'm, I have KU on the over, but let's chill the fuck out, Special K. I'm sorry. I just, I really do because I envision us absolutely dominating them and completely shattering their dreams. And then the very next season, they don't win any games again. So uh, I think this is like their best shot ever. And if they don't do it, then uh, it's all downhill from there. Well, I think you're wild for having them at five wins. And I also think they have infinitely more of a shot to beat us next year than they do this year. But let's move on to the Rodeo Cat. Rodeo Cat, I almost had to kick you off. I just had to yell at Special K. I don't like, I don't like yelling on this live show. I don't like yelling at the Boneheads. I don't want, I'm not going to yell at you, but what, what do you have KU over under two and a half? I'm going to redeem myself, all right? I have them at the over at three. They're losing to Duke, but they are beating West Virginia, like I predicted earlier. They're beating Iowa State, just because we love okay. beating Iowa State, and they're beating Tennessee Tech. Okay, I'm not, all right, all right, you redeemed yourself, you, you expanded on yourself, you're no longer on my shit list. Let's go to the good chef. Chef, what do you have for our friends, the KUJ Hawks? I'm going to go over, um, but at three wins, I think. Uh, they beat Tennessee Tech. They get smashed by West Virginia. They get smashed by Houston. They squeak Duke. And then they beat Iowa State on the road. And then they lose every game after that. So I think they're, they're coming at three wins. All right. Let's go to Cali Mike. Cali Mike out there in the Bay Area. What so, do you got for our Hawk friends? I was going to say over at three wins, but I feel like the world needs to stay in balance. And all that bullshit that Special K said needs to have an opposing force. So KU is going under two wins. Fuck them. There we go. All right, Ema Elvis, you tipped your hand. Uh, KU going over. How many are are they going to get? Are, are you right there with Special K? Do you have them winning five? No, I have them winning one non-con, I don't know which one, uh, but they'll beat West Virginia and Iowa State, as somebody said before. I love it. I, I, I will be all for KU beating Iowa State. And again, uh, I, I know that kind of flies in the face what some K-State fans may think, but Iowa State football, fuck them. Rock chalk on that Saturday, I tell you what. <laughs> uh, we'll go to Nate State, finish us off with the Jayhawks. What do you got? I have them over. I've got them beating Tennessee Tech. And then I think that they win one of Duke and Iowa State. And then I think they surprise somebody like Texas or West Virginia. Um, and uh, then they, they get over. They do like to surprise Texas. So you do have that going for them. All right, let's go back to Baylor. Uh, as of 4.05 today on the Bar Spo- Barstool Sports app, they were seven and a half games. Seven and a half. Let's start back with Nate State. Seven and a half for Baylor. Uh, what, what do you have with them? I, I I know I was a definitive over with them until I talked with Jimmy. I'm probably still over on Baylor, but seven and a half. What do you have? I'm in the same boat. I had them um, 
as I had them as the home team in Arlington uh, until I listened this morning. Um, but I still have them over, and I still think that they're one of the top three teams in the conference. All right, let's go to the commish. Bob Trollsby, seven and a half. Baylor. Shit, sorry, shit, sorry. Uh, You're good. I, I do all these random orders. No one ever knows when they're coming up. It's really a me problem, not a you problem. Oh, well, and my lock screen closes, and then I have to unmute, and then I have to do all that. Anyway, I have them over. I think they make it to Arlington. I know a lot of people, super popular opinion, but I've got nine wins just looking at the schedule with three toss-ups. Um, and I think they're over for sure, just given that I, I think they're going to have those nine wins, but I don't know how they're going to fare in those other three um, with, you know, one of them is K-State, one of them is um, Oklahoma, and then the other one's Oklahoma State. I think they win all the other games on their schedule. So I've got them over at nine. We'll go to Chris next over under seven and a half for Baylor. Uh, I'm going over for Baylor, although uh, Jimmy, KSU fan, almost convinced me um, with his statistics and his summary on uh, one of this week's episodes about how Baylor might uh, go down this year. Uh, But I have them over. I think I'm drinking the Coach Aranda Kool-Aid. Yeah, I mean, they could still be at eight wins and they wouldn't be in Arlington. So, I mean, I I think you can buy into what Jimmy was saying and still hit the over. Let's go to Ema Elvis. Ema Elvis, is this going to be back-to-back overs for you? Well, I hate the seven and a half on this one, especially after listening to Jimmy. I, I knew they lost a lot of talent from last year's team, uh, but what, what Jimmy pointed out made me doubt the ability of the Bears to get into Arlington. So I – God – I think I'm going to go under just because that's where I've been leaning all night. Well, there you go. Nothing wrong with that. Let's go to Callie Mike next. Callie Mike, seven and a half for Baylor. Uh, I hate to say it because I really hate Baylor, but I do think they're going to go over. They're probably going to be uh, our opponent in Arlington. There we go. Special K. Well, sorry about that. Um, yeah, I'm pounding the over. I'm a big Dave Aranda fan, and I think Baylor is here for the long haul. As much as I hate to say that, I hate Baylor just as much as everybody. But uh, Dave Aranda is seriously the real deal. Steve. I think this is probably the one I'm most confident in in going over. Like, looking at that schedule, there's seven games that I'm, like, for sure they're going to win, and then, like, three to four coin flips. I don't. There's not one on that schedule I think that they are definitely going to lose. And also, I I played trivia against Jimmy, and I've hosted trivia when Jimmy was competing. Like, what does that guy even know? <laughs> wow, shot at Jimmy. All right, let's go to Colorado Cole. Yeah, I'm going over, but I'm not predicting them to be in Arlington. There we go. Let's go to the good chef. Yeah, I'm going to go over. Um, but I think they do lose to BYU. This is, uh, we're lucky that BYU isn't in the conference this year. I think they would be heads on favorites to be in Arlington. Um, and I think B- Baylor loses to them. I think they get Texas at the end of the year, but I think they're at eight wins. It's going to be a convoluted mess in the big 12, but they, they lost a lot. Um, I think Jimmy put it well. 
Um, and like Steezy said, what does he know? But I think he does know Baylor pretty good. Um, and Special K, my wife wants to let you know you pound a lot. He's just a com- confident guy. Uh, Rodeo Cat. Um, again, I heard the pot podcast from earlier today but simply put Dave Miranda is who everyone thinks Matt Campbell is so I will go with the over um I'm willing him to go some I'm right there with you Scott I hope he goes somewhere anywhere but Baylor all right next up uh and I just realized I didn't have Iowa State on here uh that's fine uh, if we have time, we'll go to them. Uh, let's go Oklahoma State over under eight and a half. Uh, let's go Bob Trollsby, then Chris, then Steve. I've got them barely under at like eight and four. I think Spencer Sanders is average, and it was helpful for him last year to have some somewhat average quarterback play in the Big 12. And I think the, the conference as a whole has leveled up on the quarterback side of it. Um, and if they didn't squeak out some of those wins, they wouldn't have even been in the position that they were last year because they had like single digit scores against some really interesting teams like Missouri State. Um, so I just don't I don't believe in that team and I don't believe in Spencer Sanders. I think they'll win, but I think eight just under Chris. Ooh, it, that is close. Eight and a half. I have them at nine wins. All right, that makes you over. We'll go Stevie or Steve Z, Cole, then Chef. Uh, I'm going under. I last year said Spencer Sanders is the most overrated quarterback in Big 12, and I stand by that. That's preseason all conference quarterback, Spencer Sanders, to you. Uh, Cole. Yeah, I'm going under. I think uh, that defense is going to be a liability. Chef. My friend, they're going over nine wins, losses to Boomer Sooner, RK State Wildcats, and the Horns. Big, they're wearing white. I changed my whole prediction. They're wearing white, goddammit. All right, there you go. Rodeo Cat, Special K, then Cali Mike. I was going to hit the over just to be different but I think they'll lose to Iowa State, so they'll probably hit the under. Ooh, don't like that. Special K. Uh, I'm hitting the under by half a game. I think they go 8-4. and four. Uh, Spencer Sanders is overrated. Callie Mike. They're going under because Gundy can eat it. There we go. We'll end this one with Ema, Elvis, and then Nate State, and then just a heads up, we're going to reverse that order for Iowa State, six and a half, but we'll do Oklahoma State, eight and a half first. Ebon Elvis, what do you got? Cowboys are under. Ooh, okay, all right. Nate State. Under. I uh, I had them with uh, eight and a toss-up, and I flipped a coin, and it was tails, so under. Hey, that's science right there. All right, we're going to do the same order, but just reverse with the Farmageddon foes, Iowa State at six and a half. Six and a half after the most talented team in Iowa State football history, only won seven games. What do you have for the follow-up? Six and a half, Iowa State, Nate. Well, everyone's favorite fraud comes back down to earth without Brock Purdy. I think that they struggle to get to six. 
So under. There we go. Ema Elvis, are you going to keep the under party going? I am. KU's my only over today. Uh, they will be under. I don't see them winning more than five. Oh, yes. I knew I liked you. All right, Callie Mike. Uh, most definitely, I like the hashtag struggle to six. They're under. That If they, if they start slow, uh, you best believe I'm going to be pounding that. So if anyone tries to credit me with creating that, please uh, dick slap them across the face because that one's great. Let's go uh, Special K. Um, Farmageddon is better when Iowa State is somewhat competent. So I, I'm actually going the under, but only by half a game. I think they go seven and five. Uh, well, that would be over by half a game. Six and a half is theirs. I I don't know why I had seven and a half on here. All right, fine. So over by half a game. That sucks. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you, you might have found it something different. I, I just grabbed that off of the Barstool Sports app. Um, Rodeo Cat, six and a half for Iowa State. This team reminds me a lot of that um Dan Mullen team in Florida that kind of just fell off a cliff after a bad bowl game under. All right, uh, Chef. Well, I'll tell you what. They're going to lose to Iowa, and they're going to fuck around and find out about those OU Bobcats. And they might fuck around and lose that one. I'm going way the fuck under. They're sellers this year. They're in the cellar. Oh, I would love that. Go Ohio Bobcats. Colorado Cole. Yeah, I'm going under. They're going to be cheeks this year. Um, they got a bridge, but that's about all they got going for them. They love that bridge. Um, let's go to Steve next. Struggle to stay out of last place in the Big 12. Chris, you're going to keep the vibes going? We only have one over. Yes, I am. Uh, they're under. I have them at six wins. All right, and then Bob Trollsby. So I'm going to call you out on this, Scott. I copy and pasted the list from your tweet to a notepad, and I didn't even have a prediction for Iowa State. That's yeah. irrelevant. They are they are yeah. way under. So so I, I said I forgot it on the tweet. So I, <laughs> I, I did own up to it. So I apologize. They are, they are way under at six wins, only because I trust journalists like Derek Young, who ranked Hunter Deckers as the 10th quarterback in the conference this week. I trust Shahan Raja, who had them under six and a half. So... Definitely under there. All right. The final one, because, again, we will all do our K-State predictions during the Bonehead Extravaganza, is Oklahoma at 9. Oklahoma at 9. And then we'll do a rapid-fire Hot Take Live Volume 3 after this. So be thinking about your hot take. Uh, We're just going to reverse it back again. Bob Trollsby coming to you. Oklahoma 9. Push and mostly because I'm not sold. On no, I'm not letting it. I coach. let one push happen. I'm not letting any more. You have to pick a side. I'm going under then. All right, that's fair. That's fair, Chris. No pushes. You know, I when I was, I have I have them at nine wins too. I know you. I can. <laughs> I know my boneheads. I am. I'm a cult leader. I I know what you people are thinking. You have to pick a side. I'm, I'm going to pick a side. Uh, I'm going to go under, under. All right, Steve, what do you got over under nine? I'm going to go over, even though it looks like shit's already going to be a mess with the uh, Venables there. Um, but their non-schedule is, looks like so damn easy. Exactly. Just pillowy, soft Nebraska on the road. Uh, Colorado Cole and then Chef. 
Yeah, I just feel like I have to go over on this one. Chef. Oh, Shiza. Well, uh, I hate to say this, but they might lose to Nebraska. This could get ugly. I got them under eight wins. They're missing Arlington. If they lose to Nebraska, Venables is fired year one. That's my hot take. Uh, rodeo take or rodeo cat. Uh, I'm lightly capping the over, but losing to Texas. All right, that, I like that. That's a good prediction. Special K. Uh, if you're gonna make me choose a side, and I, I am, will ne- I will never choose the over for the Sooners. Screw the Sooners. They're my least favorite team in the entire universe. So I'm gonna pound the under. There you go, Cali Mike. Uh, it seems like the, uh, basically the coaching staff there and what's going on, it's just kind of a dumpster fire and stuff is just too much of a mess at this point to give them the over. So I'm going under. Ema Elvis. You know, this might've been a toasty take, but they lose to Nebraska on the 17th of September and then to the Kansas state Wildcats on the 24th. And then all the wheels fall off. So the, the wheels fall off the Boomer Sooner wagon. Yeah, I mean, that sounded like Venables is going to be back in Clemson as like a defensive analyst by bowl season. <laughs> Probably uh, we'll, so. so. We'll they're, go, they're, oh, go ahead. more than seven games this year. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, this is what I'm talking about. We, we, we need you for more live shows, Ema Elvis. I love it. All right, Nate State, and then uh, we'll go rapid fire from the top down for the uh, – Hot takes volume three. I've got them under. I just moved to Omaha, and I would like to see all the Nebraska fans around here get their hopes up after they beat Oklahoma just to get uh, them destroyed once Big Ten play happens. And I think if Oklahoma loses to Nebraska, I don't don't see a way they get to nine. I love it. All right, so we're going uh, hot takes from the top down. Volume three to finish us out. Uh, Ema Elvis will get our MVP of the night, but we'll we'll uh, let him talk to the Boneheads after his hot take. So first, we're starting with the Commish Volume Three. What hot take do you have for me? The Cats will have a five-star commit in basketball for the 2023 class. So I'm calling three top 100 guys. Whoa! And, and I have no idea where that five-star is going to come from. That's a that's a take right there, and I love it. All right, uh, Chris. Uh, this is going to upset a lot of people, but Texas is back this year. That's my hot take. I mean, that is a hot take because I've I've said Texas is back for a few years, and I'm always wrong, so that is a hot take. Uh, Steve, what do you got for me? Uh, you, have to, you cannot mute me before you let me say why on my hot That's take. That's fine. I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you explain. All right. Deuce Vaughn is not first team all Big 12. Because we start splitting runs amongst uh, Adrian Martinez and the other running backs, trying to make sure that Deuce doesn't get hurt. And so he doesn't end up having like the total yards that uh, we would assume and or want him to have. I mean, you know, if that happens, that's fine as long as we're winning games. We're not running Adrian. I can't I mean, imagine. I kind of agree, but that's Steve's, that's Steve's hot take. That's you fine. guys, Colin uh, Klein is calling the offense. You remember what his offense that he ran in? He doesn't, True, he doesn't but want to I mean, put Adrian through what he went through. <laughs> yeah, and also, like, 
I mean, Colin Klein was a fullback playing quarterback. I don't know. Hey, that's your hot take, Steve. There's nothing wrong with that. I love you, my friend. I miss you, Steve. You're one of my I love you, buddy. We'll Um, hang out soon. Yes. uh, Colorado Cole. All right. My hot take of the evening is that flats over drums, 10 times out of 10. And if you disagree, then that's kind of disgusting. I mean, I agree with you. I actually, I actually think that's not a hot take at all. I think all well, like mannered people agree with that, so that's fine. Uh, chef, what do you got for me? Don't make me edit anything. It's not going to be edit worth. You're going to say it's a cold take anyway, but I'm going to say that the 15 yard penalty is terrible. It needs to be spot foul, and it needs to be both ways. Offensive spot foul. Forever, how far you were down? Are you, the field are you talking on... about for pass interference? Yes, for pass okay. interference. Sorry, offensive pass interference. If you're thirty yards down the field, your team has to go back thirty yards. That's Whew. what I say. <laughs> I, I actually kind of like that one. I actually kind of like that one. I I I like fifteen yards is better than the NFL because you know some of those NFL teams are just trying to get it. Uh, but you know what? I actually like that. I like kind of the inverse. The, you're 30 yards downfield. That's a 30-yard penalty. I like that one, Chef. Thank you. That that's good. You you get a you get a passing grade. Rodeo cat. I'm kind of torn. One's not a hot take, and one kind of is. Give so me no. Go. Give me the hottest you got. Give me the All hot right. take. Whatever it is, Notre Dame will be the under. Just All right. Under. That, I, I don't know what it is, but that's fine. Uh, I was looking at their schedule. It was pretty weak. Uh, also, they only have six home games. Uh, that is wild to me. They only have one good home game. It's Clemson. I mean, rest of their home slate sucks. Uh, so, shout out to Notre Dame. You're basically paying thousands of dollars for a season ticket only for that Clemson game. Uh, Special K, what do you got for me, man? You, you've had a good showing. If it wasn't for Ema Elvis, you might be getting the MVP of the night. Uh, but what's your hot take? I appreciate that. Uh, I've actually brought this up on Twitter a couple times, and you got mad at me for it a little bit. But uh, my hot take is that Malik Knowles is not the primary kick returner this season. I don't, I don't think I got mad at you. I think I was just. I, I think I probably tried to act big time and say there's no chance that that happens. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. I don't think you. I, I. I don't think you take an all-American kick returner and not have him back there. But hey, we'll see. And, and if you're correct, if you're correct, you can come on here in November, December, and I'll give you the floor, and you can gloat. I, I promise do, you that. Who do you think it's going to be? I really like RJ Garcia. We're going to get somebody that's fast back there, and I think no matter who's back there, they're going to get all-American status, or not all-American, but all Big Twelve status for sure just because we have the best special teams in all the country. But uh, I will take you up on that. I will gloat if I'm right. Yes, yes. I, I will give you the stage. Granted, if he's hurt, I'm not going to – like, I'll be like, okay, you're right on a technicality. Um, so I, I will nickel and dime any sort of, uh, you know, loopholes I can get if I'm wrong. Uh, Callie Mike, then we'll go Nate State, and then we're going to end with Ema Elvis. Hot take. Willie the Wildcats pregame ritual of tackling the opposing team's paper mache version of a mascot returns. Whoa, man, I I hope you have someone on the inside, but something tells me you're just, you know, going for the shock value. And that's why we love you, Callie Mike. Uh, Nate State, another, I I think you've been on before, Nate, but it's been a while, or is this your first time? 
No, it's been a while. I think it was basketball season last time I was okay. on. Well, well, welcome back, Nate. Another great performance by you as well. Uh, give me uh, your hot take. My hot take is that Skylar Thompson gets a chance to start an NFL game, and it doesn't take very many years. I think maybe this season or next season due to a combination of injuries and him just showing out. Yeah, and Tua sucks, so I hear you there. All right, Ema Elvis, give me your hot take, and then you have MVP of the night, so tell the Boneheads anything you'd like. Okay. Uh, Deuce Vaughn goes to New York and hoists the high. This is why you're MVP of the night, my friend. And then uh, tell tell the Boneheads and K-State fans anything you'd like. Okay. Well, I think it would be fun to have at least one tailgate at a home game this year where the boneheads get together and uh, Ema Elvis can uh, get all kinged up and uh, do do some Elvis songs in uh, K-State style. I, I'm going to try to make it happen. Uh, at one point, I was saying that we were going to do something for the TCU away game. That That is not in the cards anymore. I'm going to work on trying to make it happen for a home game. Um, so I'm working on it. Everyone stay tuned. We'll see if we can make it happen. I love it, Ema Elvis. Do you go in full Elvis gear or do you just sing the songs at the games? Uh, do you see my profile pic? Yeah, I see that right there. That's that's me. Oh, my. I love it. I love it. So everyone be on the lookout for Ema Elvis this fall that's all we got folks this week has been brought brought to you by manhattan brewing company get down there on points grab a couple pints grab a four pack head on down to your uh, tailgate or if it's an 11 a.m game check out the afternoon slate there after you can bring in food they have food trucks manhattan brewing co it is the spot we'll be right here Next Wednesday, 7 p.m. on ColorCast. We love you guys. Tomorrow, I'm with Drew Galloway of K-State Online. Or on Friday, I have Drew Galloway of K-State Online. And then hopefully, hopefully, I'm going to have a fun show, fun interview for you guys on Monday. It's not the big one, but it's one of our more fun shows every single year. So keep your eyes out for that. For Ema Elvis and all the boneheads, for my dog, Chauncey Bosco, the Wonder Pup, I love you guys. Go K-State, and let's bully some Iowa State fans this week. What do you say? Let's do it. Uh, Keep your eyes peeled for all you guys who are here listening live. Keep your eyes peeled for the uh, cocaine uh, after show, the cocaine cat after show with Bob Trollsby. We love you guys, and if Grant was here, he'd say meet me at the cat head, but Chef likes to do that for the live show. So, Chef, meet me at the cat head. Hashtag struggle to six. It's time to get set for the cat attack. You can feel the excitement. You can feel it coming on. For Kansas State, the feeling's growing strong. You can join in the action. This is where you want to be. With Kansas State, come on, set your spirit free. Share. Show 
Podcast Network.